You're listening to a podcast from 702. Olani on 702. Let me welcome Mr. Gwede Mandashe, Secretary General of the ANC. Mr. Mandashe, good to talk to you. I'm prepared. Are you well, Mr. Mandashe? Uh, more than well. Good to talk yeah, to you I'm indeed. Yeah. An, it's an ANC day. It's Monday. I'm oh, interesting. Because one wonders whether the ANC has discussed the latest development from the NPA. What does the ANC think uh, of, of what was announced, uh, was announced earlier on by uh, uh, Sean Abrams? You will know that but one of the things we're, uh, we're dealing with is different views on the matter with leaders of the NC articulating different views. One of the things that we're dealing with is that, listen, uh, hold your horses, hold your horses. Now, uh, the case has been withdrawn. Uh, some of us were going to go to court. We'll have no reason to go to court now uh, because we're going to court in the gallery, we're not in a match. We're in the. We're going to court to support Praveen. Uh Quite a number of us were going to go there, and everybody was allowed in the sense that you don't have rules for going to court, and there's no rules for going to a funeral or a wedding. All right. So on Wednesday, you are not going to court. I'll come back to that shortly. There's no court. Oh, yes, there's no court, but there is a march. But South Africa Civil Society has said that it's going ahead. Business organizations are marching because they say they're marching for a bigger cause than just Praveen Gordon. It is about the independence of the judiciary. It is about the independence of such an important state institution such as the NPA. Now, you see, you see, Palani, the problem is that when you have hashtag that must fall, hashtag that must fall, is that uh, even when reasons for a particular cause are removed, you continue. We've seen it in many instances. So uh, we can't be party to that. Ours is to support the right cause. There's a court case for a comrade. You go to court to support the comrade. Independent of the judiciary, is not questionable from where we are sitting. You see, you, ma- you mentioned something quite interesting. You say when reasons for a particular cause have been removed. Is that what happened today? Is that the reason why the announcement was made? Were they removing uh, reasons for that march? No, they withdrew the case of the case, removed the cause for going to court. Go to court uh, when there's no court case. Why should I? And then all I'm saying is that the fact that the case has been withdrawn, a number of senior leaders of the NC has uh, pronounced on this case. Others said it's a political case. Others have said the judges are flimsy and all those things. All of them. Now we're happy that the case has ultimately been withdrawn and therefore we will not just go to case with the sake of going to court. But you point out yourself that people are so anxious about what happened in this case, where there are all sorts of speculations about was it really a political case? Why did the NPA in the first place decide when they absolutely had no evidence? And those are the core issues that we need to address. That is why perhaps this march is still just as important, because we've got to highlight the fact that the NPA has a responsibility, and that responsibility must be carried out sensitively and in accordance with the Constitution. Yes, yes, and that responsibility is with the NPA, is not with the ANC. When there's a court case and a comrade is charged, will go to court when there's no court case 
there is no reason for us to go there. When the NPA to continue taking its own decision, we must never influence those decisions. If they say there is no court case and it is withdrawn, we comply. When they have a case in future, uh, we follow that. And that is the correct route to follow. Whilst we try to shape and structure the NPA, we are going to commit a lot of mistakes. Are you suggesting that you will continue to shape the NPA? I'm saying once you always try to shape the NPA and try to say it must do this, it must not do this, we are going to have disaster. That's what I'm saying. But you say so in your own statement... NPA, Sorry, ma'am. Sorry to interrupt you. Because no. in your own statement, you say, "Let me fi- let me finish this." In your statement, you okay. say the ANC calls on the appointing authority to engage the NPA leadership to avoid a repeat of this and to protect the independence and integrity of the NPA. You are just as concerned as all of us about the independence and the integrity of the NPA. And obviously, you are saying that the appointing authority must shape the NPA. Yes, because we are appointing the to the institution and the institutional framework that allows it, that the NPA must be independent. That talks to the feeling, which is very strong within the NC, that the NC churches were political. And our argument is that no institution must enter into the political space. They must allow ourselves to swim in the mud, in a muddied political space. No institution must come. That is our view. And again, I would like you to clarify the sentence. When you say you are, you are calling on the appointing authority, I'm assuming that you are, appoint, you are calling on President Zuma because he's the one that appoints the head of the NPA in, in the end. What exactly do you want him to do? No, no. What we are saying is that under the, the, the president, there's a ministry to which the NPA is reporting. That chain must deal with the behavior of the NPA and, and actually emphasize the importance of uh, the, 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 the oh, Mr. Matasha. Oh, have we lost uh, Mr. Matasha? Because this is the critical element here. We really would like to know what what are they calling on the appointing authority to do? What is it that they think that the minister, together with the president, should do? But also, if the ANC is saying these people must act, then why shouldn't we, as civil society, act? As civil society, then presumably we are well within our rights to go there on Wednesday rally public opinion around this issue and confirm what exactly he's saying because he's saying that there is a strong feeling within the ANC um, Mr. Matasha, there's a strong feeling you say within the ANC that this charge anyway was political Bolani uh, you know in the ANC we make a lot of observations one of the things that we have been emphasizing over a number of years is that state institutions must never interfere in the political processes. They must never be used against each other or the imagined opponents within the ANC. That is the point we're making that NPA, do your work, do it professionally, be independent, don't try to be influenced by political developments that are in the air. And that is exactly what civil society is saying, and that is why civil society says on Wednesday they will continue with the march. Why shouldn't the ANC then join? Because it seems as if what you are saying is what civil society is saying. We are a governing party. We don't need to march and howl. What we need to do is to talk to the authorities in the governing structure and say, 
intervene properly so that society must benefit from good governance. That is our responsibility because we have a responsibility. We don't have just a right to complain. We have a responsibility to correct things. The complicating factor, uh, Mr. Matashe, is that the assumption or the, 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 the perception in public is that some within the ANC actually are pushing the NPA to do what it is doing. It wouldn't be involved in political matters unless acting or doing the bidding for some within the ANC. It's a very good point that we say NPA stay clear of any battles and sectional divisions within the ANC. It's not your business. It's our business. The other thing is, and this is happening tomorrow, you have two ANC ministers and the president of the ANC rushing to court, interdicting a report by the public protector. It is a massive thing. And society is speculating about their motives. The reality of the matter is that citizens in this country, ministers or no ministers, president or no president, members of the ANC, no members of the ANC, must have the right to use avenues that are at their disposal to deal with things that affect them directly. I can't be able to speak for them. I have not been quoted in that report. I'm not affected. I was not called in. I don't need to ask any questions. Can't speak for them. But you do understand that what it does for the ANC is it creates a, a public perception that they are hiding a lot. That no. that they don't yeah. want. Why don't Hold they? On. Yeah. Hold on. It does that to the incident because you say so. If there is an individual who is quoted in a report, and we have a right to ask questions, we have uh, to be engaged, and that person that raises that, that is not the ANC. Is a is a person who is involved in the process and implicated in the process. But the question still is, and you would have heard some of these submissions a little earlier on, because where this whole issue of state capture started was people making representations to you because the ANC had its own process. And much later on, you said, well, there's not much for you to continue investigating where this matter is concerned. Is is it not about time, though, that the public is allowed into the processes so that we know exactly what happened as opposed to people who are using government resources to interdict this process? We had our own process. People didn't present and submitted son affidavits and written statements. We said, listen, we are leaving this. You can go to any institution. They went to the public protector. It's their right. We have no issue about that. So I don't know why should it be the ANC who must answer for people who are quoted in the report when they raised particular issues. I think that person, whether as a member of the NC or a member of an opposition, has the same right. They must be given space to ask questions. If they are not happy, they must be having the right to go to a court of law. Just a final one, Mr. Mandashe. A country like South Africa, I mean, one of the things that uh, Pravin Gordon, together with uh, CEOs, have been trying to do is to stave off that downgrade by the ratings agencies, but also the economy not growing well. We need stability. No, 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 Colin. Mm-hmm. It's not Pravin Gordon and CEOs. Government. It is the government. Yes. It is the government. Sure. 
But my point and is... That's what, no, wait. wait. Yeah. Because, because if we allow that loose talk of Bravin and Seals, it is government. That's why when rating agencies come here, they meet government departments, meet the ANC as the government party to assess the, political, the political risk. So it's the effort of many, many people to ensure that we avoid downgrading. Fair point. They assess the political risk. And, and I mean, every weekend we read about uh, which minister was at the Gupta's home for how many days, and we read about all of these scandalous things that imply political instability, that imply that the center does not hold. Can, can I tell you, Colin? Yeah. I did talk to one journalist and I said, but this kind of reporting, this guy told me in my face and said, listen, uh, Mr. Mandas, positive news don't sell newspapers. So there's an element of that. Uh, and uh, we can't dictate to editors what they should publish, what should they write in newspapers. But the reality of the matter is what action is being take, uh, taken to stabilize the country. The point, however, I'm making, and I hear you, uh, you, you can challenge them if they are lying. I mean, if, if these reporters were lying about it, then you'd have... But the, the fact of the matter is... Where can you challenge them? No, but I'm... Well, I mean, there are, there are bodies that, that are established for no, that, no. for newspapers, press council. No, no. But, of course, you can take us to the BCCSA if we, in broadcasting, you mean, are lying. Uh, you mean regu- self-regulation? On newspapers. Mr. Mandasha, that's not the, the point, though, is yes. if so, they were lying about these ministers, these ministers would have taken them to court and sue them. The rea- it, it doesn't matter whether yes, people prefer right. to report All positive I over negative. Is, if you report negatively, you report negatively, you report positively. You will select negative because it is sensational and it sells newspapers. All we are saying is that if there are reports, if that the reports are on newspapers, Nobody issues papers to court. It itself is positive because we have accepted that, listen, newspapers have an editorial right to do anything, but sometimes what they write is not factual. You know, I was talking to one journalist who reported about the caucus of the NC and said I was intervening in that caucus. I found this, but for God's sake, I was not in the caucus. But the, news, the reporter writes it in the newspaper. Fact. All right, Mr. Madashe, for now, thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. All right, Mr. Gwede Madashe, Secretary General of the ANC.